Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distancing. If you are fully vaccinated, you can start doing the things that you had stopped doing because of the pandemic. That was the message from CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky Thursday, a message many have been waiting more than a year to hear. Thanks for listening to this episode of WTOC's Tracking the Vaccine podcast, everyone. I'm digital anchor and producer Jake Wallace. The CDC eased mask-wearing guidance for fully vaccinated people this week, saying masks are no longer needed outdoors and in many indoor settings, and social distancing is also no longer needed. The organization still recommends mask-wearing for those fully vaccinated in crowded indoor settings like buses, planes, hospitals, prisons, and homeless shelters. But this step is a big one toward fully reopening workplaces, schools, and other venues across the country. Here's what President Joe Biden said during a Thursday address from the Rose Garden in which he called Thursday a great day in America. After a year of hard work and so much sacrifice, the rule is very simple. Get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. It's vaccinated or masked. Get vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, You can be around the vaccinated or unvaccinated people. But if you're not vaccinated or not fully vaccinated, you should wear a mask for your own protection or the protection of other unvaccinated people. The choice is yours. You all made this possible. Now let's finish the work of beating this virus and getting everything back to normal. During an appearance on CBS This Morning Friday, CDC Director Dr. Walensky explained why the organization feels this was the right time to update their guidance. The first is really in the last two weeks, our cases have come down by a third. So really, we have a rapidly declining case rate, probably because our vaccination rate is going up. Second, because we now have vaccines that are widely available to anybody who wants it. If you text your zip code to 438-829, you can find one of many vaccine sites that are near you. And we now have... um, that enough vaccine in all of these sites so that people are now uh, empowered to make their own choice about whether they get vaccinated. We have supply, we have availability, people are eligible. And the third is that over the last several weeks, we have had seen emerging science, a growing body of evidence that if you are vaccinated, you're um, safe and protected from uh, getting COVID-19 and you really um, have a very low risk of transmitting to other people and that these vaccines are really working against the variants that we have circulating here in the United States. In Savannah, the mask mandate still remains in place after city council voted Thursday night to extend it to May 31st. Savannah Mayor Van Johnson says the percentage of vaccinated people in Chatham County, around 30 percent per Department of Public Health records, is not high enough to justify removing the mask mandate. The mayor told WTOC he worries removing the mandate now will only discourage people who are not vaccinated from getting the shot. It tells people, well, I don't have to get vaccinated. If I can enjoy the same benefits, um, the same freedom, so to speak, um, of no restrictions by not getting vaccinated, why get vaccinated? And so I think what happens is it has a chilling effect on people who might have gotten vaccinated. And so I've spoken to people who've said, well, you know, they're opening up anyway, so why get vaccinated? 
While the city extended the mask mandate, it does contradict the latest executive order from Georgia Governor Brian Kemp. The order, issued on April 30th, says cities and counties can only require masks if it meets the threshold requirement on the Community Transmission Index. That shows the number of newly confirmed cases in the last 14 days per 100,000 residents and includes positive cases from PCR and antigen tests. The state's threshold requirement is 100. Per the Coastal Health District, the county's Community Transmission Index on Wednesday, May 12th, was 92. As of this recording on Friday, neither Governor Kemp or anyone from his office have offered a comment on the matter. Several mask mandates in southeast Georgia and the Lowcountry have been pulled back or expired. The Chatham County Commission rolled theirs back on Friday. The mandate on Hilton Head Island expired on May 12th. The Food and Drug Administration gave approval for the use of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine in adolescents 12 years and older on Tuesday, expanding its previously issued emergency use authorization. The Coastal Health District began giving vaccines to those in the newly expanded age group earlier this week, and several pediatric practices in the area, Memorial Health and St. Joseph's Candler, plan to hold clinics for children ages 12 and up. Coastal Health District Medical Director Dr. Lawton Davis says the data shows the vaccine is very effective in the 12 to 15 year age range. Uh, they do have a very splendid response to the vaccine, you know, from an antibody and protective standpoint. Uh, it's like they get it, by, their immune systems are young and healthy and they react and then they don't get COVID basically. They do, however, tend to have same side effects as others. My guest on this week's podcast is the administrator of the Chatham County Health Department, Dr. Chris Rustin. Dr. Rustin was named the department's administrator in September 2020 and is responsible for supervising all department programs. In our conversation, Dr. Rustin discusses the CDC's latest guidance and what it could mean for those in Southeast Georgia. Plus, Dr. Rustin discusses the department's upcoming mobile vaccination clinics that launch on Friday, May 14th. Here's Chatham County Health Department Administrator, Dr. Chris Rustin. Yesterday was a pretty big day. We're recording this on Friday, Thursday. The CDC makes their, uh, they loosen the guidance for fully vaccinated people in terms of masking and social distancing. So I'll ask you, this is one of the biggest developments in this year-long fight against COVID. What was your reaction? So, well, well our reaction was is that you know, this is good news. Uh, I think this is something that um, is one of the incentives of getting vaccinated. Uh, we've said this from the beginning, um, and I think the CDC has said this and others, is that, you know, getting vaccinated helps us get through this pandemic and get back to a normal way of life. And so for the CDC to actually publish that and actually um, formally endorse that getting vaccinated allows people to go back to sort of the normal um, I think it's exciting. Um, I hope it encourages people to get vaccinated. Um, and it's certainly um, something that was uh, based off of uh, the scientific data that they've been reviewing. Um, you know, they, uh, the data is pretty clear that people who are vaccinated um, are, are obviously uh, not getting sick and not uh, being hospitalized. Um, and also there's a large volume of data that is starting to show um, that people who get vaccinated are not able to transmit the, the virus to other people asymptomatically. Um, and so that's important. I think that that's, uh, you know, what we were hoping that the vaccines would do. And uh, it, it's now being recognized um, by, by this new guidance that CDC put out. So it's pretty exciting for us. 
What do you think this will do for us here kind of at home? I know we're right around 30% total vaccinated in Chatham County as of the latest numbers I saw. What do you think this is going to do around here where we do have a mask mandate still in place in the city of Savannah? Uh, locally, what I think is what we hope is that it will encourage people to get vaccinated. Um, there's a lot of locations around the state um, that are, are around the county that are offering vaccines, including our health department. Um, and, you know, we're working very closely to make uh, this vaccine convenient for the public. Um, and, you know, by CDC validating that, you know, you don't have to wear a mask and you can sort of resume normal activities in most settings, uh, I think is exciting and hopefully will encourage people who are riding the fence to want to get vaccinated. Um, the, the science is pretty clear um, that vaccines save lives, vaccines keep people out of the hospital. And there's, a again, a, a growing volume of, of science and literature showing that people who are vaccinated are less likely uh, to transmit the virus to others, which is, I think is critically important. Is that kind of what you you need to say to those that are that are on the fence and maybe unvaccinated? We've seen the stories from really all across the country that uh, the supply is there, but the demand continues to kind of plateau and drop a little bit. It, could this be the thing that maybe pushes some of those, as you mentioned, riding the fence to say, OK, let's go get this done? I think it certainly will help, but I also think that uh, people who are riding the fence, you know, may be uh, uncertain for a variety of reasons. You know, it could be that they're concerned, again, about the side effects, uh, or they maybe have issues with transportation uh, getting to a vaccination site. Um, and so what I encourage people to do is educate themselves, talk to their physicians, talk to their uh, loved ones who have been vaccinated, go to credible sites, go to the CDC website, go to the Department of Public Health or the Coastal Health District website, to seek out credible information, um, to answer their questions about the vaccine, um, the safety of the vaccine, um, the efficacy of that particular vaccine, um, which leads us into uh, hopefully uh, our partnership with uh, CORE, um, our community organized relief effort partner, um, because we, we have recognized that um, in many cases, it's not convenient for people to drive to a fixed site, to drive to a large mass vaccination site, or even to the health department. And so partnering with a mobile vaccination organization, um, our goal is to bring the vaccine to the public, try to, to make it very convenient for people to get vaccinated. Um, and so we're real excited to partner with CORE, um, and we're hoping to have uh, many more uh, vaccination events uh, in unique locations all across Chatham County. Yeah, I was going to touch on those. The first um, of your mobile clinics is today. We're recording this on Friday. You have another tomorrow on Saturday. We have the information on our website, WTOC.com. You mentioned kind of the goal to maybe kind of reach some folks that maybe might not have the, the ability to get there or, you know, in other kind of challenges. What do you, in terms of numbers, do you have a goal? Do you have a, an idea of where sure. you, who you're trying to reach? Yeah, actually, the state has done, uh, through our partnership with Emory University, um, has done a survey uh, actually a couple of times. And what we're seeing statewide, and, and this, this survey matches a lot of other surveys that have been done, is that, you know, there's about uh, 30 to 40 percent of individuals who are essentially riding the fence for a variety of reasons and have chosen not to get vaccinated. They're, they're basically not saying that they won't get vaccinated, they're saying that they're not either ready to get vaccinated or it's not convenient for them. 
um, or they need more education, they need more time to make that decision. And so it's that percentage that we're really trying to encourage to get vaccinated and, and make it very convenient. Because one thing that we've learned is that people are busy um, and it's just not always convenient to take time out of your day to go to a site. And so we hope that through deploying these mobile clinics, is that we can make it so convenient for people that when they go to the grocery store, they go get a haircut um, or they're in downtown Savannah and they see one of our sites set up with core that they can just, you know, decide right then, you know what, it's here. I'm ready to get a vaccine vaccine. Um, and we, we want to make that happen for them. And these sites, they'll be offering um, the Pfizer vaccine for those 12 to 18, as well as the one shot, one dose J and J shot for those 18 Yes. And older. that's that's got to be a, a huge advantage, especially with now we're, we're starting to get towards younger people that that's got to be a key audience y'all are trying to reach as well. Oh, absolutely. And I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, as, as you know, FDA and CDC has approved um, the vaccine, the Pfizer vaccine to be used in, in adolescents 12 to 17. Um, and so we're certainly in, uh, trying to reach that population as well, because what we know about children is that in a lot of cases, children may not get you know, really sick from the virus, but they can transmit it um, and they can transmit it to their parents, to the elderly, to others that may be compromised and can get very sick from it. So it's very important that uh, children get vaccinated. Um, and so we you know, have been uh, trying to reach this population at our health department and uh, this week have actually vaccinated a, a quite a number of, uh, of adolescents um, at the health department site. Um, and so if, if parents are looking to get their kids vaccinated, um, they have to be 12 to 17 years old, of course, and it has to be Pfizer. That's the only vaccine currently approved uh, for, for adolescents. How encouraging is that, that you're seeing that younger population and, and their parents be willing to come? I think there was a lot of worry probably that will, mm -hmm. will folks allow their, their children to get this? It's got to be encouraging that you have seen kind of some numbers already showing up ready to, to get the shot. Oh, it's very encouraging because, again, the way we get out of this pandemic is we get more people vaccinated. I mean, that's the key. Um, and, you know, the one thing that uh, the, these vaccines have been studied, uh, they've been through rigorous safety trials. Um, the data has been evaluated extensively. Um, children have been given the vaccine um, safely. Um, and based off of the scientific data, based off all of the evidence that's been presented, you know, these vaccines are safe. Uh, for the public and very effective uh, in, in preventing the disease um, and more importantly, preventing uh, hospitalizations and deaths. Um, and so it's very encouraging to see uh, parents uh, wanting to get their adolescents vaccinated. And, and, you know, we're open for business at the health department as well as our, our mobile sites that'll be open uh, today and tomorrow and more in the future. Um, and really any site that offers Pfizer um, can start vaccinating the 12 to 17 year olds. And just once again, for more information on those mobile clinics, the start today, as we're recording this on Friday, there's another Saturday, um, and then more in the future, go to our website, WTOC.com, or you can find all the information on the Department of Health, uh, Public Health website as well. One last one, and I'll let you get out of here. Considering all the news that we've gotten this week, we are now 14 months into this pandemic. For those of you that have been in public health and been on kind of the front lines of this, what has this week been like just uh, on a personal, emotional standpoint? Well, you know, it's I, I would I think it's safe to say that public health staff are tired, uh, but we're encouraged. Um, I think, you know, and it's not just public health staff. It's the medical community as a whole. Um, this isn't something that any of us have had to, to deal with ever. 
Um, you know, this is a global pandemic, and it's as as everybody knows, uh, has literally changed everything about our life and um, how we do things. And so, it's just very encouraging that uh, that the that the scientific data is really supporting the fact that if you get vaccinated, um, that you don't have to wear a mask. Um, and and we, we're hopeful that that encourages more people to get vaccinated uh, across, you know, Chatham County, as well as the state of Georgia and the country and the world. Um, and so, you know, this week, uh, I, I will say that it, it's it's certainly been an exciting week and, and very encouraging that that all of the hard work that, that has been done across the state, across the county, at the public health level, at the community, at the medical community level and, and the community level. Um, we've had amazing community support of our vaccination efforts that it's finally it seems that, you know, some of that effort is being recognized in, in these new guidelines. Dr. Rustin, thank you so much for your time. Anything you want to add? Anything you want to tell everybody before I let you go? Just that, uh, please, um, if, they, if they're looking to get vaccinated, to, to, there's a lot of options out there. Um, and if, if, you know, not only can they make appointments online, we do have walk-up options um, without appointments and, um, you know, educate yourself about the vaccine. Talk to your physician. If, if you're interested in getting your children vaccinated, talk to your pediatricians. Um, just seek that credible information to make that decision. Dr. Rustin, thank you for the time. Appreciate it, sir. Thank you. Thanks to Dr. Rustin for taking the time to speak with me today. You can learn more about the district's mobile vaccination clinics and keep up with all the latest news and information on the coronavirus and COVID-19 vaccine at WTOC.com and every night on The News. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Tracking the Vaccine podcast, everyone. Our next episode will be released next Friday. Until then, stay healthy and we'll talk to you again soon.